to the Funk Rocket Show, episode 76. My name is Emily Plamondon. I live in Quebec City in Canada and I'm your host. I don't have any guests today, so it's gonna be only you and me. And I thought it was a good idea to answer to some of your questions. So today it's a Q&A episode. I will also talk to you about some shows I watched recently. And I'm gonna play your recommendations. And it's gonna be fun. The show is starting now. Hello, my friends. How are you today? I hope you are doing great and that you're happy. And if you're not, I hope this episode will bring you a little joy. I want to start the the show today by sending some love to our friends on the Canada's East Coast. They had the huge storm Fiona uh, yesterday and the day before. So, and I know that even if I think so far, thanks the universe, nobody got injured, uh, but they still lost. A lot of people lost uh, their house and the roads are broken. So it's going to be a hard time. So I just want to send some punk rock love to all of you guys. And also some love to our friends at Les Îles de la Madeleine in Québec. Je vous aime les amis, on pense à vous. So last week, I talked to you about a lot of shows I attended to. But by the time I record the episode last week... I went to more shows and I wanted to talk to you about that. So last Sunday, I went to a great, 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 great show. I would summarize the show as the night of the amazing frontman. <laughs> It was at La Source de la Martinière in Quebec City. So the show started with Our Darkest Days, one of my favorite local bands here in Quebec. And the frontman Vince is incredible. Uh, he has a perfect voice with a lot of energy. He's jumping everywhere. It was incredible. Then we had Ignite. Oh, wow. Eli, the new singer, is insanely good. Such a rad performer. Wow. I was really, really impressed by his energy to uh, the quality of his interaction with the public, the crowd. Whew, that was a great, 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 great performance. And it was the same for Authority Zero and Jason DeVore. This guy, I was taking notes because I started a new band and I just want to be as good as those front men <laughs> for real. And Authority Zero played a perfect set list. It was just great. Then the next day, I went to, I think, uh, because some people ask me, what was your favorite show of all the, that week? Because I also watched like Lag Wagon, No FX, a lot of local shows. And every night brought me different favorite things. But Monday, it was like my favorite kind of punk rock because Belvedere was playing. I finally had the chance to see Darko from the UK for the first time. I also watched Straight Line, Walt Emberger as a solo performer, acoustic punk. It was so, 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 so great. And what I loved also about this show is that they're all friends. Uh, Darko slept at my place, so I had time to uh, get to know them a little more. I made them pizza at night. <laughs> It was really fun and So I think that that night was my favorite of all the shows. 
because you know Belvedere Darko straight line it's all like my favorite kind of punk rock like very skate punk fast melodic technical amazing musicians but I think Lagwagon was the best for the crowd energy uh, the Authority Zero Ignite Art Arcade Day show was the best for the frontman quality <laughs> and you know and NoFX was also one of my favorite because because it's NoFX and it's always very entertaining so I couldn't answer this this question. Speaking of questions, today is going to be a Q&A episode. So I asked you on Instagram if you had any questions for me. And I also asked you if you had some repunkmendation for me. So that's what our episode will be about today. I'm going to answer like four questions and also I'm going to play four songs. But I want to start with repunkmendation. Straight line because they released a new album called Keep Your Cool very recently and like I told you it was one of my favorite shows of the week let's listen to their song Virus and I want to send a huge hug to my friend Bart in Straight Line because I had so much fun talking to him and also just watching him enjoying the show he was so passionate in the crowd uh, I love people like that so yeah Straight Line Virus
Thanks so much. Yeah. And by the way, they released gorgeous vinyl variants that you can find um, at Thousand Islands Records if you're in North America. Okay, let's dive into your questions that you had. A lot of you asked me about how I discovered punk rock, what were my favorite first bands, my first favorite bands. I answered those questions to two on two podcasts I was a guest on. So I'm going to share the links when they are available. So I won't answer that today. But if you go back to episode one, I answered to some of those questions. So let's start with a very interesting question from Jess. She's a Patreon. She asked me, how has punk rock helped you in other areas like day job, relationships, etc.? And I really love this question because I always said that I have two parallel lives, like my professional job life and punk rock life. But Actually, this is not true. I have one life and everything makes sense together more than I would think. So first of all, uh, punk rock helped me to find my my work field. I decided to study psychology and social work. And I think it has a link with punk rock for sure. When I discovered the lyrics, the values, it definitely influenced me. And you know what? Even if I really love my day job and I, f- I feel super happy in it, punk rock definitely offers me a safe space. Uh, I can escape like the day-to-day life at shows, um, when I listen to some vinyl, when I work on the podcast. So it, it helps me just, I don't know, escaping the, um, I would say the nine-to-five cliché. Because I really love to have a 9 to 5 job. I think it's underrated. <laughs> but also, I it helps me to accept that I'm in my late 30s. I don't have kids. I don't have a house. I have a boyfriend, but we're not married. So I don't meet the expectations of the society. And punk rock definitely helps me to accept that and even be proud of that. So punk rock definitely helps me to accept who I truly am. It really helps me to be authentic. And about relationships, yeah, punk rock has a very positive influence on me because I'm with someone, but, you know, when I was single, I would never, never, never use dating apps. And I think I need someone who really have to understand my passion for music, my passion for punk rock. And so definitely punk rock helped me to meet people, but on, not only for personal relationships, but like for friendship, I met so, so many good friends, some friends that I never met in real life, but I know they are truly my friends, you know, and I often wonder what I would be or what I would do without it. What would be my life? Oh, that's that's weird. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> because like I said, even if I love to have a nine to five job, I couldn't have just that. I couldn't be happy in the very fast life. Like, you know, you get up, you're in the traffic, you have to work, then you come back to your kids and you 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 hurry to take care of them. And you always hurry, 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 you know? 
I wouldn't be happy in this lifestyle. So definitely punk rock helps me to take a break from just all we have to do in society. I don't know if it makes sense. My English sucks. So let's listen to some music. Repugmentation. Someone asked me to uh, repugment a song of the new album of Susie Moon. I interviewed her on episode 52. You can go back to it if you want. She released a new album recently called Dumb and in Love. I love it. It's on Pirates Press. It's amazing. I love the rock and roll vibe, but also punk rock vibe. So let's listen to her song Any Other Way. I knew it right from the start. You were no face in the crowd. Yeah, we're so damn different. But we're from the same cloud. Don't know how you found me, baby. It's insane. But I just can't have it any other way. No, I just can't. The sky is falling inside my brain. There was a big storm coming till you called my name. Don't know how I found you, baby. It's insane, but I just can't have it any other way. No, I just can't. is from Ryan, another patron. He wants to know, what do you think of bands only putting out their music on one format, streams MP3? So, I respect all bands' decisions and I try to adapt myself as much as possible and also it's better for the planet not to use material, like physical material. But, personally, you know how much I love vinyl. Also, I still use CDs in my car, <laughs> believe it or not. I prefer to listen CDs in my car than uh, digital <laughs> with my phone. I don't know, for me, it's part of the fun. So, of course, I prefer to have a choice. Um, so, that's my answer. He also wants to know, what's the last digital album you acquired? The last digital album I bought is Black Guy Fox and his new release, Life, Love and Bomb, and I love it. 
But as you may know, I mostly buy vinyl and also some bands are sending me digital music. But if you wanted to know what the last one I bought, it was that one. And now everything I'm thinking about is vinyl. And I think after recording, if I have time, I'm going to go to my local vinyl punk rock store and spend all the Patreon's money. Okay, the next song is a suggestion from um, a guy on Instagram, the Brand Dolorean. <laughs> okay, I really, really, really love this band. I didn't know them before, so <laughs> it's incredible. Okay, the band is called Fuck Yeah Dinosaurs. <laughs> it's from Pittsburgh. All their songs are about dinosaurs, and I'm a huge fan of dinosaurs. So for me, it was like just incredible to discover this band. I love their album, 65 Million Beers Ago. If you want to know about their genre, it's mostly punk, but with some ska, reggae vibes in some songs. It's like a goofy band, but it's super well done, well produced, everything. I love everything about this band. So let's listen to their song Intergalactic Reptilian Shredders. <laughs> Store.com. They have t-shirts, hoodies, 
size, mugs, hats, long sleeves and kids merch for more than 200 punk rock, ska, hardcore and metal bands from all around the planet. So if you like bands like Good Riddance, The Dreadnoughts, Friends of Rum, After the Fall, Diesel Boy, Krang, Straight Line, Polly, Randy, and many more. Oh, they also have a Tony Sly tribute merch. They support smaller and bigger bands from all around the world. Plus, they ship worldwide and you can have a flat rate shipping cost. Get your merch at epicmerchstore.com. The next question is from a listener on Instagram, Gord Gru. He wants to know, when is your new band's album coming out or at least a song? Okay, it's complicated. So because we had a few changes in the lineup, it was a little more complicated than I would expect at first. And I think we were too enthusiastic and we announced the band way too early uh, because we had to redo some parts of our first song. So it takes a while. And now I think we found an amazing bassist. And he's and the song was at the mix, but then we found this bassist and he's gonna record his track soon. So we'll have to wait a little for the mix. But I hope within two months to release our first single. And I'm so, so, so excited. We have a few more songs that we started to write. And oh my God, I'm so excited. But yeah, nothing in the next weeks, unfortunately. Thanks for asking. I'm happy that some people are waiting for a song. I think the same guy wants to know, were you lucky enough to have parents that encouraged you to play instruments? The answer is absolutely yes. I started to sing when I was super, super young, like, at, I don't know, when I was a baby. <laughs> um, and when I was like six, I really wanted to sing more. And my parents... <laughs> They wanted to allow me to sing in a choir or something, but I was so young and the only thing available was a Christmas <laughs> church um, chorus. So I, I was the youngest there. It was, I think, eight years old and more, but I was six and they took me. Yay! Uh, and my family is absolutely not religious. Like, not at all, but it was the only option. So I sang some Christmas Jesus songs. <laughs> it was a good experience. In elementary school, I played on some variety shows and my parents encouraged me so much because I was so, 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 so shy. I had absolutely no confidence, but they were there for me. I had to sing a Céline Dion part. <laughs> Écris-moi des lignes qui suivent comme du swing, qui sonnent comme du Jackson. Des mots qui riment, des mots qui dansent et qui balancent. <laughs> Then when I was a teenager, I played piano. My parents had a piano at home. I had some lessons at school and my sister was playing piano too, so... They were super patient with us practicing. Also, I wanted to sing more, but I was still having no self-esteem at all. I thought that I wasn't pretty enough to be a singer. That's so sad, right? But that's how I taught back in the days. I used to think when I was a teenager that if you want to be a singer, you have to be very pretty. And I thought that I was absolutely ugly. 
It was right when Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, all those pop singers um, were very, very everywhere. And I made the, the association that if you want to be a singer, you have to be very, very sexy with a perfect body. Whew. But my parents were still super supportive. And at the end of high school, I finally had the courage to subscribe to the variety shows. Some of my friends started a band at this time and they would invite me to sing with them from time to time. So I got a little more confidence <laughs> through the years when I was, I think... 17, 18, maybe. I wanted to play guitar and my dad is an awesome, awesome, awesome classic guitar player. And he, because I was left and dead, I still am, he took one of his old guitar and changed the strings <laughs> so I could play. And that's how I started. So yeah, my parents were super, super supportive, not only for instruments playing, but just They always allowed us to be ourselves, you know. They were totally okay with me doing punk rock. Uh, yeah, very... I have amazing parents. And now I'm 38 years old and a half, and my mom still comes to my shows, and my dad still listens to my radio show. Repugmentation! <laughs> Okay, someone asked me if I could find a repunkmendation that sounds like Alkaline Trio. And I think it's a huge challenge because I don't know. I think Alkaline Trio is very unique. But I found this band. Um, it's called The Apathetics. It's from Salt Lake City. It's a total new band. They only have one song released. It's a single. And it totally reminds me of Alkaline Trio, but also with some influences like Green Day, some pop punk and... In their bio, it says that they also have some hardcore punk influences, but they only have one song. And this song, Burnout Generation, totally reminds me of Alkaline Trio. So I'm excited to hear a whole album to see if it's just one song or, or if the whole album will have this vibe. But I, I'm pretty sure you're going to agree that you can hear some Alkaline Trio's influences. Cancel At both ends, I'm running out of matches Waxing good sense We go on Like nothing's wrong But my heart is pounding Tick, tick, ticking like a suicide bomb Yeah We are the burnout generation We're worn down to the bone We're running out of patience And into Just 
destination We're worn down to the bone We're running out of patience And into the unknown Last question for today! <laughs> uh, I think his name is Marc-André. Okay, he wants to know Were you disappointed that NoFX didn't play the decline at the show at Envol et Macadam when Smelly pretended to play it at the drum? Oh, the answer is yes. My brain was spinning a lot. <laughs> Because yes, Smelly definitely started to play like the beginning of the decline at the drums. And I was like, oh my God, is that possible? Oh, wow. And I thought it made sense because you know there were rumors that they're gonna split soon and I know that they they play the decline every time they play in a new city so I was like maybe they're gonna play the decline when it's the last time they play in every city but it didn't happen but yeah I was really disappointed I was like that would have been a fucking great thing to play it especially because the first time I saw Uh, actually, the only time I saw NoFX play The Decline was at this specific venue. It's the most beautiful outdoor venue in Quebec. It's called L'Agora. When you're there, you have a spectacular view on the Saint-Laurent River, also the Chateau Frontenac. It's just incredible. So it would have been so, so great to hear The Decline there. But it didn't happen. Yeah. Repugmentation. The last repunkmendations for today is from Takeshi. He's from Japan and he suggested an Australian band called Something Something Explosion. It's super good. A lot of hardcore punk influences, some skate punk, melodic punk too. Let's listen to their song Mother Mouth featuring Jason Wally of Friends Around. Q&A and Repunk Mendations episode. I'll do 
more in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you to Scott Alquist for the edit. Thank you to Epic Merch Store for sponsoring this episode. I'm going to have a new sponsor to announce next week. If you want to help me to promote the show, you can share it to your friends. You can share it in social medias and tag me. My username on Instagram is punkrocket. If you want to waste some money, no, I'm kidding, it's not wasting, it's really helpful. But you can subscribe to the Patreon page and have access to a lot of exclusive content. You can also make a one-time donation on PayPal and buy me a coffee. I can't wait to be back next week, but until then, punk your life!